Hi, I'm Louise Fitzgerald and welcome to my podcast. Thanks for being here if we know each other already and thank you for being here if we don't. So maybe a friend has referred you or you've stumbled across the podcast by accident. But the thing is, I I don't believe in accidents. So however you're here, I believe we're meant to cross paths and that there'll be something in this podcast, in this episode or a future episode that's going to hopefully impact your life in a little way or a big way. I wanted to start this podcast for that reason. I really think that personal growth doesn't have to be hard and, and arduous and, you know, people talk about healing having to be difficult. I really don't believe that. So I hope that this podcast can help you whatever you're going through in life and can help you make your life a little bit easier too. Maybe my other hope for this podcast is that it's almost this extension of the work I get to do with people one-on-one that it's going to give you a reason to maybe launch a new career or leave a toxic relationship. Maybe you'll start dating again or just speak up more, which is something that a lot of people really have difficulty with. So it's something that we often have in common. And I hope that the podcast helps you in one of these ways or in another way. But before I launch into, I suppose, the podcasts that follow, I thought it'd be really helpful to talk a little bit about my story so that you can understand my intuitive abilities a little bit more. And also, you know, see that I too have been through difficulties and and overcome them. And I'm going to weave stories in through all the podcasts, but this one, I suppose, is the origin story to my intuitive abilities. So my intuitive abilities, if you don't know already, I have an ability to um, read and and shift energy, which can sound a little woo-woo. And uh, I know as a very practical and even I've worked sort of in some jobs relating to science, it's I do have this balance to, to practicality and I suppose this other side. But to put it in a way that might make a little bit more sense is that if, you, if you're aware of acupuncture or if you've been to an acupuncturist, they basically use these needles to shift energy in your body, right? And it helps you feel better in a physical sense. The abilities that I have, that I've had since I was little, um, can help you shift energy that's maybe an an emotional thing, a spiritual thing. It can also be a physical thing, so helping people with their health as well. I'm going to go into how I um, understood my abilities and then how I learned to grow and shift and use them in these ways. But um, So just rewinding, I guess, to how did I not know that I had these abilities? So as I said, I had them since I was a kid, but you'd think that I was fully aware of them. I think, you know, as movies and TV shows play a part in shaping a lot of our lives and ideas about relationships and all sorts of things, these abilities, um, you know, was also another thing that was really influenced by movies in that I would have seen movies like, say, The Sixth Sense or the show Medium with Patricia Arquette, if you know it, and that's how I thought that people had these abilities experience them. So I didn't understand that I didn't 
that I had them because I wasn't experiencing it in the way that I saw on the TV, basically. In saying that, I, um, I did always know that I was a little bit different. So there was lots of signs. And when you pull the whole picture together, it's quite obvious. Um, so I'll go into a little bit about, there was also obviously an element of me suppressing them. So I'm going to talk about that as well. But basically, when I was a kid, I remember really being into my inner world and, you know, talking about imaginary friends to my real friends at school, but really just not getting the sense that they were seeing what I was seeing. And I remember really being drawn to books on magic and spells as a kid and thinking how cool if you could create something from nothing and really being sort of into something that was more than what I was ever seeing in the physical I was into, as strange as this is, um, feng shui books because as a kid it's not really kind of what most kids are into, but I was into shifting the energy of our house and I was also really into um, personal growth and reading self-help books, which I always had this funny thing about self-help because the title certainly is not helpful. <laughs> it, it, as a marketing sense, it's, it's like, it's sort of saying there's something wrong with me, but I think that the topic of personal growth is something that we should all be doing, you know, focusing on our physical health uh, as we do or aesthetics. The the inner world for me, I think, can be the most important. So I was certainly into reading books like that and just having this sense that there was something more and also knowing that I could evolve and grow and change. Like this was possible no matter wherever, you know, the, the set of circumstances or however it is that you start off, you can always learn and grow and evolve. I truly believe that. So around the age of 16, I have my first premonition, but not knowing this is exactly what this is, obviously at the time, because I do have it um, as it would be a dream. I could say that I had a dream but when I wake up, I know that there's something a little bit different about it. It's got a more visceral feeling. And even now, it still is hard for me to tell the difference, but there is a slight difference in the feeling. And so I have a uh, dream, I guess let's call it, where my my brother's in a car, it gets out of control, I see a bridge and I, and I wake up and I'm scared because I, I know that there's something more to this. My brother at the time is living in a different town. I'm going to university somewhere else. But I remember seeing him after this dream because as he was about to drive back to his university town, um, I stood on the front steps and said to him, drive safe. So I remember this moment of, I don't know what to do with this thing that's happened to me, but this is all I can think to do. Um, shortly after that, he is in a car crash. He is, um, he's alive now. He was sick for quite some time. And so it was quite an impactful moment, I suppose, in our family's life. But for me, um, personally having obviously seen it happen, then it happened was one of these bigger moments in my life where it really felt like these abilities, like what was happening to me? Why is this happening to me? I don't know what to do with this. I've got no one to talk to about this. And I feel really quite different. Um, so whether you can relate to that aspect directly, which, you know, probably isn't 
what you're relating to, but perhaps there's a moment in your life where you did feel really quite different to everyone around you. And I'm sure you can somewhat imagine why I wouldn't be telling people about this because as a kid, it was like, oh, I don't want to be blamed for this. Like I could have stopped this. So I sort of, I guess, felt that perhaps I can just ignore this and it will go away. Turns out I couldn't. Um, Over the years, a few other significant premonitions like this happened where there was something that I felt like was out of my control. There was nothing I could do about it. I couldn't prevent it from happening. So um, I'll probably talk about that in other episodes as well. But essentially, you know, I, I do have this awareness that there's these weird things that happen to me sometimes. I also know that I'm a really good read of people. So I was able to pick up tarot decks quite young and could really get information quite easily. And I knew I was a really good read of people. I remember having a now former friend who used to always say, oh, Louise is making stuff up again in a really sort of negative sense. So I have, again, this external kind of voice that's like these intuitive things that you, these intuitive knowings, this inner wisdom, just shut it down. Don't tell people about it because it makes you feel different. It makes you feel weird. And I just want to fit in because I think we all do, right? Like every human, you don't tend to lean into your differences. You tend to lean into the things that make you similar to those around you. It's a pretty innate thing that, you know, as a as a species, we came from tribes. We don't want to feel outside of the tribe. We don't want to feel excluded. So we tend to lean into the things that make us feel similar to those around us. So I can see now in hindsight how there was a lot of suppressing going on of my abilities where I'm trying to ignore them. And I'm also trying to fit in with the world around me. So I follow what you could say is the traditional path in some ways. In other ways, you could probably argue that I didn't because I did go to uni, but quite late. um, And people around me were sort of married, having kids, and and I still haven't done any of that. So in many ways, my life has been quite different to other people around me. But generally, I'm sort of taking um, more corporate jobs or, you know, pretty standard jobs, straight-laced jobs, I guess you could call them. Definitely nothing to do with intuitive abilities, you know, whatsoever in my personal life or um, in my career, definitely. So I again, I'm continuing life and I'm trying to fit in and trying to have the life that I can see other people happening. So I'm having, sorry. And so I'm having relationships where, you know, I just want to be married too. That's what everyone else is doing kind of thing. And, um, I end up in some pretty toxic relationships over the years. And, uh, the, the last one that I left, I, really just felt exhausted, to be honest. And I was trying to rebuild my life. And I find at this point in time, I'm essentially rediscovering who I was as a kid. So often I think we find, we think that as we get older, that we're finding a new version of ourselves. But often I think the key is if you want to get to that place where you feel really comfortable with yourself, it's basically peeling back of the layers and going, who was I as a kid? What was I into? Um, because essentially that's where I think that you will find yourself most at peace. So I'm reading these personal growth books again. I'm getting back into alternative health and um, doing yoga and meditation and, and really making health and all of that kind of stuff 
basically the forefront of my life. And I can see that's how these intuitive abilities came crashing in, which I'll get to, because basically what I was doing was clearing the vessel. So my intuition's getting stronger. And as I said, I'm getting more comfortable in my skin as well. And so at this time, um, on a day, I was meant to go meet my cousin and to look at records. And I figured I'd stop off at this festival and it's not like a music party festival or anything. It was, um, about spirituality and health. And I, um, start walking around and people kept saying, are you staying for Lisa the medium? And if you don't know, a medium is someone who communicates with people that have passed away. And essentially what she was doing, um, was that they're up on stage and they bring through information, uh, from people that have passed away and whoever can relate to it in the audience, they put their hand up and they get the chance to communicate with someone that's passed away. So I even clock at the time how weird it is that I keep getting asked by all these stall holders, are you staying for this show? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to see my cousin. I won't be, I won't be here. Um, but as I'm about to leave, he cancels on me. So I'm, I, of course I go and watch this show and there's a person in front of me from the audience and they're getting read um, by the medium and they're bringing through someone that's passed away. And as this is happening, I start to see visuals of a friend of mine that passed away. I'm hearing the words, I'm next, I'm next, don't worry, I'm next. And he shows me visuals of him up on the stage with the mediums and I don't really know what's happening. But as this is playing... The, the audience member that they were reading can no longer relate to the information they're bringing through, but I can. And um, so they finish up with her and they continue with this information. And I realize that this is my friend that's passed away. So I raise my hand and they give me the microphone and um, they said, oh, I realized what was happening. He was interrupting the last session he was up on stage and I said, yeah, I know. And they said, how do you know? And I said, well, because he told me. And they said, well, are you a medium? And I said, no. And they said, maybe you should look into that. And believe it or not, this happens again. So later on at the show, it actually is the end of the show. Another friend of mine that passed away, I'm getting the information first and then the mediums on stage are bringing it through. So it's quite a strange thing that's just happened to me I'm in tears because both of these people that had passed away for me um they had died tragically and also my world is just turned upside down the organizer for the event um comes to take the microphone off me and says you know this never happens no one ever gets read twice so there's all these things that are like what's going on why is this happening what's happening and um you know in hindsight though I really do see that this was meant to happen in this way because I had spent so long suppressing the abilities it did it was like a volcano erupting it did come in so quickly and it was this external confirmation that I needed so because I was getting the information first and then the other mediums were confirming it back to me it was like I couldn't deny that it was happening in the way that I could push away these other intuitive abilities that I had when it came to someone that passed away, it was like tangible information. Um, so I then go to explore what's going on with me. Um, 
because after this event, I almost couldn't turn the tap off, so to speak. I'm at work and receiving information about my colleagues and I I can't stop it. So I, um, I go and see a medium to ask, like, basically, how do I control this thing um, so that I can just operate in day to day? And he's like, no, this is what you're going to be doing. You're going to be helping people. And I was like, oh, no, 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 I don't think so. I just want to know, you know, how can I, how can I work with this? How can I control it kind of thing? Um, and so essentially life sort of keeps going and, and I'm trying to figure this out, trying to navigate it. But what I'm seeing happening is that because I can't control this thing, it sort of has a life of its own at this point in time. I'm seeing the impact that it's having, that I'm really able to help people. And that is kind of what fueled me to continue doing the work. Um, So I basically from, yeah, from then just started exploring the work, growing my abilities, um, you know, using an example, if someone had a natural ability to cook when they were younger, if they trained and and learned different types of cooking and all sorts of stuff they could specialize and this is no different right so I'm born with this natural ability um a natural gift in in with intuitive abilities which then I have trained in lots of different ways to kind of use in lots of different ways so as it turns out the the medium stuff communicating with people that passed away was really just the explosion that needed to happen for me to get into the work but I don't really do it that much anymore um I've I much prefer using my abilities to to read and shift energy and um in that way like helping people uncover their limiting beliefs and understand the relationships they're in overcome addictions helping them with health issues and that kind of thing I really have felt pulled to helping people with their life as opposed to say that grief aspect that um medium abilities you know can help people with um for me I've just seen the bigger impact in this other area that I that I focus on now and that really does bring me to where I am today at least for now and that's where my focus is and the one-on-one sessions I just see a part of the work I really loved as well um telling stories and sharing things with people through email and I'll put the link in the show notes if you want to sign up to the newsletter as well and I see this podcast as just another extension another way to help people um, with their life journey because I've been helped so much through you know listening to podcasts and and YouTube videos and and talking to people with abilities like mine to help navigate my own life and and I believe it's my purpose to help people with theirs as well you know, having these abilities that I ignored for so long and then them just becoming undeniable really, to me, um, opened up my world in a way that over the years I was really able to step into who I really was and, and I'm so passionate about helping you and other people do the same because, you know, it's so cliched but we do only get this one life and it's so important that we can at the very least just be ourselves um yeah so that's really it and I I thank you so much for listening to my story I'd love you to hit the subscribe button so that you can hear future episodes 
I know that you'll get different things out of each and every episode and I'm going to make them, this is probably going to be one of the longer episodes to be honest. Um, My goal is just to make them kind of really bite-sized so that you can listen to them once a week and pick up tips and ideas and, and, and plant seeds of thought to help you with your life. I'd love if you love the podcast already to go and leave a review because that way I, um, that algorithm or however it is works, I'll be able to reach more people. So again, thank you for being here. Thank you for, for listening. And I will chat to you on the next episode.